Hello and welcome to today's Gator Jug Podcast. It is October 23rd, Saturday, 2004, and we're in beautiful Crested Butte, Colorado. I see snow on the mountains, snow on the tabletops. We're sitting in front of Camp 4 Coffee, and I have here Bruce Eckel. And uh, Bruce Eckel is a uh, noted speaker and writer, and um, basically I came to know Bruce Eckel Uh, Back in about 94, I was working for a big corporation in Houston, Texas, and I was moving from C to C++. I didn't have much money, and uh, I was pretty intimidated by C++. Couldn't really find very many good books, and I found Bruce's Thinking in C++ book on the web, and this is when the web was was pretty pretty new. I downloaded it. Um, I guess I could have gone to the bookstore and bought it for 50 bucks, but uh, money was was an issue at that point, and I really liked the tone of the book and uh, the, the fact that it was very comprehensive, uh, it had a kind of a gentle tone. Um, it gently took me from uh, thinking uh, procedurally structured programming uh, into thinking with uh, objects, uh, object-oriented programming, and it really helped me a lot. Um, after that, um, I the next year, 95, went to the Software Development Conference in uh, San Francisco at the Mos- Moscone Center. And uh, I noticed on the uh, on the agenda that uh, <laughs> we're going to hear a few little random noises here as uh, as uh, snow plows come by. Um, but I noticed on the agenda that uh, Bruce was giving a talk on this new language that I'd heard something about called Java. And I thought, well, I'll sit in on the talk. So I walked across the street, and uh, instead of you know talking for a few minutes about Java and and then pointing us to something, Bruce went through the whole language and it was a whole afternoon um, it was it was very cool I felt like I knew something about Java uh, walked away from it and uh, and subsequently Bruce wrote thinking in Java so um, basically um, I thought we, we might uh, we might um, oh I have to mention the uh, the world of C++ video which was really kind of a funky uh, a video that I think Borland produced and uh, still poverty stricken. I found it someplace and I spent a day copying it onto my own uh, VHS and spent weekends, you know, working through it and uh, working all the examples. The interesting thing about what Bruce does is um, Bruce's examples work and Bruce has a system for generating the, uh, the examples. Um, everything compiles uh, so you can not only download the book that Bruce writes or the books that he writes, but you download the source code and a make file or, or some, some way to compile it and everything works. Um, and if you're like me, it, it's, uh, it's very disappointing when you're learning a new feature of a language and you, you try to get the example in the book to work and it doesn't. And you're sure that it's something you're doing wrong because the, uh, the book has got to be right. Well, everything that uh, you'll find in, in the books works. So anyway, um, uh, that's that's enough uh, of an intro, I think. But uh, um, hello, <laughs> hi there. We're we're just sitting here drinking some good Camp Four coffee. Um, uh, I've I've been to Crested Butte several times. Bruce has uh, has uh, little mini seminars and conferences here. I've, I've come to the the hands-on C++ uh, conference. 
Java conference, and my favorites are the, the patterns workshops. Uh, not only from uh, what I've learned in the, the workshops, but uh, but the people that I've met at these workshops, because you wind up running into some uh, some interesting characters that bring a lot of experience with them. Um, so now Bruce is working on thinking in Java. I guess it's the fourth edition, basically to cover the new Java 1.5 features. And, uh, we actually call it. It's the official name is five, Java five, Java, Java five and you know Java five and and they call it JDK five as well. So the one point five is now gone. It's a sign of maturity. The uh, C went through this too, where they were trying to figure out what their version number was, and and some companies would call it uh, some you know they they bump the version number up to try and be competitive with the other company. Of course, nobody cares about version numbers with C++ anymore. And I wonder if this isn't an indication that maybe that's where Java is going now, that they've sorted out their strange version numbering that 5.0 will probably be the last really big shift in the language. So um, I, I would not expect... I mean, for one thing, Josh Block and Neil Gafter have apparently left Sun. I mean, I know Josh did. I just heard over the web... Somebody made a comment on, on one of my weblogs, and they said, you know, Neil had left Sun, and he was the lead compiler guy. So, who knows what that means? Web I don't logs. know yet. Weblogs. Well, funny you should mention weblogs. Oh, is that a segue? Oh, I don't know. Uh, it could be. You know, another, another um, um, aspect of uh, the work you do that, that, that has intrigued me is... Uh, the, the tendency to write your own tools and you know I remember you and I talking about uh, weblogs when they first came out and uh, and you said well you know let's let's figure out how to do this and, and you wrote your own weblog well not really all I did was configured zoop to do it um, I'm I think I'm not I don't know you know maybe I have in the past had the tendency to do things myself but I think I usually try and find the solution elsewhere and only write things myself if I have to because um, I mean if you look at object-oriented programming the whole point is to, to have libraries and make them easy to use so that you can just string stuff together and have an application the point is to create stuff not to you know spend all of your time building libraries and so I mean that's why this you know this blogger.com thing appeals to me because somebody's has done and is doing all the work for me, and uh, that's that's pretty nice if they do it right. So you've put up another web blog. Well, you? no, I've just I just because you sent me to this thing, I I went and did the experiment, and no, actually it was Daniel. No, he said he said Blogger.com and TypePad um, were the two ones to look at, and so I looked at Blogger, and um, it it did well. Actually, what Daniel said was that both of them. Um, had the ability to accept email weblogs, which right. is something that I've discovered. I mean, with with my Zope-based thing, it requires a lot of ceremony to put up an article, and I've started calling them articles because I don't do it unless it's a big thing. You know, it's like I think about it, maybe spend even a day writing it, etc. You know, it's like things I used to get paid for when I would write articles for magazines. Um, but it takes so much, um, so much ceremony that it isn't what I have called an idea blog. 
And so I've been kind of poking around saying, well, how can I just express ideas as they come to me without really thinking too hard about, well, what do I use all the time? Email. Okay, email is effortless. If I get an idea, and I've expressed all kinds of ideas in email, that if I could have just said, oh, this is a great idea. How about if I just cut and paste this, send it to my weblog, and up it goes. Well, both apparently TypePad does this, but I know Blogger does. The only problem with Blogger is that um, people making comments don't seem to be able to put up code and retain the formatting of the code, which, you know, when you talk about code a lot, is a real problem. So I don't know if there's a way to solve that or if they... I, I, I haven't sent them an email yet asking hey, what's the deal with this. But um, so, so I will probably continue, even if I have one of these idea blogs, which I hope to, I will continue to periodically put up an article, which is a little bit more of a crafted thing and you know, requires more effort and time um, in that section on my site. So that's quick. Well, at least... Oh, 